Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Major League Baseball, the Minnesota Twins are back in business. Collective bargaining agreement reached. Twins will commence spring training with players reporting on Sunday. And away we go. Joining us, Twins President Dave St. Peter. And uh, uh, Dave, I know <laughs> this has been a long time coming for you as you make plans and, and, and redesign and all those things. Did you get a pretty good feel this week that it could be coming to an end or close? Or well, how did you feel? Hey, Mike, it's good to be with you tonight. Yeah, you know, I, I think we were we were, frankly, pretty optimistic a week ago that we were on the cusp of a deal. But Coming into this week, when we saw some of the momentum with some of the back and forth, uh, yeah, I, I was I was convinced we we had a deal yesterday. To be honest, and the fact that it didn't manifest itself in a deal was just a incredible gut punch, Not, you know, for us. But I can only imagine how fans felt about it. Um, but 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 to the union's credit, I think that you know they 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 ensured that the. Uh, that the negotiations didn't end there and pushed really hard over the course of the night and into the day, and we got to a better spot around uh, some really important topics. So really happy we got a deal done. We're able to do it in a way that preserves 162 games and really uh, little impact here in Minnesota. We're going to open the season on April 7th. It'll be opening day. Uh, That's a Thursday, right? We're always scheduled to open on April 7th. So really no change for our fans here in Minnesota. And we have work to do as a team, and I think the next uh, three, five, seven days are going to be unprecedented in Major League Baseball. More than 300 free agents will need <laughs> to sign. I think you'll see a number of trades. And uh, You mentioned players reporting Sunday. We expect a good chunk of our players to be in camp uh, as early as tomorrow. Uh, in Fort Myers, and uh, we could we can't wait to see them. Let's get going now, now, David. So basically, if, if you have a twin schedule for say, for example, does it just start on April seventh? Where wherever you happen to land on April seventh is where it starts. And, and where do you make up the game? What happens here? I mean, is it the schedule as you know it? If you look at it, except for the first week. Yeah, yeah. For regular season, that is accurate. So really, the only thing that 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 needs to be rescheduled is the first week. We had three games to open the season in Chicago against the White Sox. Those games are going to be moved to the end of the season. So we'll we'll play three games in Chicago to conclude the regular season on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the games we were scheduled to play the Guardians in Cleveland. Uh, it's my understanding they're going to be made up uh, over the course of the season when we visit Cleveland. Uh, I expect we're going to play, uh, uh, you know, some double headers or look for some mutual off days, uh, etc. So, um, more info on those games to come in the next couple of days. 
Uh, and I might add, we will have a completely new spring training schedule. So, oh, that's going to be redone completely, huh? Schedule. Yeah, it will be. It will be, and we'll play eighteen uh, spring training games, nine uh, at the Lee County Sports Complex, nine on the road. It'll be a regional type schedule, so a lot of games against Boston and, and Tampa, and probably uh, Atlanta, who now called Northport home. So, we expect to start spring training games uh, on March eighteenth. So. Uh, that information will come out in the next uh, day or so as well. Okay, of the rules that you saw, the DH goes to the National League, two nine-inning games uh, instead of seven-inning on, on doubleheaders, some of that stuff. What, was there anything that struck you as this is something the fans are really going to be interested in in terms of a rule change uh, that will either change the way they view a game or change you know, the way they watch uh, transactions and everything else? Yeah, I think there's a number of things. I, I do think the universal DH is long overdue. I think expanded playoffs are going to be great. I think the format is wonderful. Um, I know we we talked about 14 teams. We landed at 12. I think it's still going to be great. And I think it's going to create opportunities, uh, you know, maybe even in Minnesota for for teams to, to, to make the postseason and, and get on a run. Um, one little thing, Mike, that hasn't gotten a lot of publicity is the schedule next year will be less, uh, will be, will be uh, even more unbalanced in the sense that we're going to play every team in baseball once. So you're going to see the Twins play every team in the National League mm. and every team in the American League. So the schedule will change. And uh, each and every year we'll play the Dodgers. Each and every year we'll play the Giants. Ah. Uh, one, well, you know, it'll rotate whether we play them in L.A. or San Francisco. But I think that's a smart move. It gives our fans ability to see every team in baseball every season. And uh, over the course of two years, you'll see everybody come to Target Field. Yeah, so that's um, kind of like the NBA or the wonderful. NHL that way, right? I mean, you, you play in your division, but you can play everybody. That's right. And then in, in addition to that, and this did get some publicity, the, the ability for the commissioner for baseball uh, to make rule changes. So you're going to see this in 2023 and a lot of discussion around uh, pitch clocks, a lot of discussion around shifts. Um, um, those things are, are, and it could be really impactful around uh, pace of play and, 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 and infusing more action into our games and, and, and moving games along at a, at, at a swifter pace, which is something that I, I think everybody would agree is, is a worthwhile uh, uh, effort. Dave St. Peter's our guest. So in essence, what that does is give him the power without having to go through negotiating it to say, this is what's best for baseball and I'm going to make this decision. Is that in essence what he has now? Yeah, I, I think he has to give 45 days notice. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for the 2023 season. So rest assured, the commissioner is going to try to work with players. He's going to work through the competition committee to to talk about these things and, and to try to implement them in, in a way that, 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 that has player input. But, you know, I think these are these are things that all the polling shows, all the data from the minor league show where these things have been tested, that there's some meaningful benefit to these rules. And um, I think that uh, for baseball's uh, sake, uh, it's important that we we try to be more progressive and look at these things. And change is hard. Change is hard yeah. at every level, but it's particularly hard in baseball, a sport that's so rooted in tradition. Yeah, it's funny. We had Jim Cott on earlier, and of course, you know Jim very, very well, and, and he has different views on different things. And he'd like to see a seven inning game, or he'd like to see the the ball dead and the bat dead, and then the advantage you know get the, to the pitchers, and you'd have a shorter game, etc. But do all the how does it work, Dave? Are all those things in play all the time? Or are they constant conversations with the commissioner, or is it one of those things where you start it there, then you run it through the minor leagues, see how it plays out? How do you end up at a rule change? Well, I do think the minor leagues is, is a tremendous um, 
laboratory, so to speak, and it's one of the benefits of the of, of the new minor league system that we have that that falls uh, really as part of one baseball in partnership with Major League Baseball. You know, those ideas are always uh, being kicked around uh, at the ownership level inside of baseball with the competition committee, and that includes a lot of presidents or, or general managers and and owners. Uh, but but in addition to that, I, I think one of the things that will come of this will be more hopefully more collaboration and input from players. Um, there's a new committee that's going to be formed to study the international draft, as an example. And I'm really excited about that because for us to really move the game to where it needs to be moved, we need incremental alignment between Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association. We need a partnership. And for that to happen, you have to work together. You have to collaborate. You have to have give and take. And I think over time, um, I'm hoping this agreement allows for some some process that, that can help that relationship. And I think those committees are going to be part of the solution. We see Paul Molitor getting more active uh, with the Twins on the field, and he's, you know, he's gone to spring training or to minor league facilities last year. What's his role uh, going to continue to be? Because it looks like he's, you know, he's yeah. staying active with the players. Yeah, Paul's in Fort Myers as we speak. He's working with our minor leaguers again this year. And, uh, you know, Paul wants to be part of our organization. He wants to impact young players. Um, you know, we know he has an impact. We, we value him in so many ways. He had a tremendous session over the weekend with Rocco Baldelli and comparing notes and, 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 and talking about ways that, that, that we can maybe think about breaking through things around base running or things around, uh, you know, uh, you know, watching pitchers who might tip pitches, things of things that Paul Mahler was, was, a, was a savant at. So, um, you know, Paul is a very uh, trusted figure within our organization, and to his credit, and to Derek Falvey's credit, I think they see the bigger picture here, and I'm just, I couldn't be more thrilled to have Paul Molitor part of the Twins. He makes us better. Now, now obviously tonight, and I, I assume, I, I can't remember what the, what, what the exact time is, I'm sure Derek's on the phone as we speak, but, but what's going to happen here free agent-wise, and what do you anticipate from the Twins? Well, well the, the moratorium, so to speak, was lifted at about you know, uh, you know, shortly after, you know, about six o'clock central, I would guess. Yeah. So, you know, Derek, uh, Thad, Levine, our, our entire baseball operations group has been gathered in Fort Myers waiting for this day. Uh, they've been scenario planning, uh, really for the last few months, getting ready to, 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 to hit the go button on a plan to, to go shore up this team. So, you know, obviously pitching is, a, is, is the primary focus, but it isn't the only focus. I think you'll see a, I know there's going to be a lot of contact made with, with, with agents around free agents, but also with other teams about potential trade fits. And, uh, you know, we have work to do. We, we've said that from the start. And, uh, you know, obviously I, our ownership has been great. And I think Derek feels he has the resources necessary to, to go out and, and, and put this team in a position where we can, we can uh, compete in the American League Central and hopefully be in a position to surprise some people and, uh, and ultimately find ourselves competing for the postseason. Uh, come September. I mean, is this a situation where you think, like, by the weekend you'll have six new big league players, or uh, how fast and furious will this move? You know, Mike, possibly. You know, we've never been here before. You know, we've never experienced a, a window quite like we're in. I, I think it's going to be fascinating for, for, for fans. Uh, um, I think there will be a flurry of activity. There's some big-name free agents still on the board. There's a lot of good players still on the board. Um, some teams are looking to cut payroll. Some teams are looking to spend. So, you know, it's going to be a really interesting dynamic, and certainly some of the new rules, uh, I think, uh, that, that have been approved in the CBT 
are, are going to play a role as well. So, um, you know, I, what I like to say is buckle up. Uh, you know, it's going to be a fascinating time, and I expect the Twins to be, uh, you know, in the center of it. And for people that are going to go down for spring training, you know, they already got their spring break planned, et cetera. They're always on there. So you just need to kind of pay attention to the schedule. Uh, but there'll be practices starting this weekend going yeah. forward, and then, and then a, a revised schedule coming soon. That's correct. And our minor leaguers are right there working yeah. out right now. So a lot of our top prospects are there. But I expect uh, most of our big leaguers to be in camp over the next couple of days, all of them by Sunday. Um, obviously, we're going to be adding to the roster for the recent uh, you know, our, our, this conversation. But uh, And then games starting on March 18th. And we'll probably play generally about every other day at home. Um, uh, and then when we're playing on the road, we're going to be playing close over at, uh, at Boston, which is also in Fort Myers. Yeah. Tampa, probably in Port Charlotte, and Atlanta, and Northport. So, but our our complex, Mike, as you know, is wide open. Uh, it's very accessible for yeah. fans, and I, I would encourage fans to stop by. We look forward to seeing them there. Last question. I mean, you you've seen some taxing business years here from where you sit because of the uncertainty of COVID, and then the uncertainty of the, the labor uh, stoppage. What what is it like at your offices today? Just as you you know, you reconfigure the oh. group packages and the season tickets. Today was a good day, Mike. You know, uh, you know, baseball people are, you know, they operate on clocks, right? And if you've been in the game for any length of time, you get to mid-February and you're ready to get going. So uh, for our po- folks, the starts and stops have been frustrating. Uh, but today was a good day. We get to protect the, the integrity of our schedule. So no changes to our schedule. We get uh, the, the opening day to plan for on April 7th. Uh, we're, we're hopeful that our team is going to take shape in the next couple weeks. And and we got tickets to sell. Uh, single game tickets will go on sale for the first time on March seventeenth, and uh, and and we couldn't be more thrilled to be in business. Uh, particularly when you think about the last couple of years, COVID, no fans in twenty, and then in twenty twenty one we opened the season with limited fans. So this is the first real traditional normal home opener we will have had since uh, twenty nineteen. All right, one last so question. I just got one last one that's purely uh, personal, professional. What's the access going to be like for the media now in this kind of post-COVID kind of not era? Do you know? You know, Mike, I'm optimistic that it's going to take a significant step back towards 2019, which would mean more normal times. Um, We'll see more info in the days to come around any protocols. But uh, I think uh, we're heading in a direction that's going to provide a greater level of access to players, which I think is a good thing, not just for, for, for the industry and for media, but also for the players. For sure. David, it's good to talk to you. We're talking about something good. Thank you so much. We'll be in touch soon. All right, my friend. Be well. You too. Dave St. Peter, nice enough to join us. The Twins are back. So is Major League Baseball. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.